Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hi there. Hello. The episode title, Tim, is? Intersections in Real Time. Correct. This is an easy one to remember. I read it as resurrections in real time. <laughs> no, it no. makes way more sense. Intersections in real time because every scene is in real time. Yeah. This episode was fantastic. <laughs> it was really unique, wasn't it? Yes, I don't even care what happens before or after. This episode was fantastic. Like, <laughs> so what did you elaborate? I don't even know. That's the best part. Uh, <laughs> just the mind, the subtle mind games. Like, good morning. Well, now it's lunchtime. <laughs> it is so evil. Now it's supper time. And the uh, moving him from one room to the next room and the, like, oh my goodness, when the the gurney moves and they change it into a table, I'm just like, what? <laughs> it's just another interrogation room. I don't even, yeah. <laughs> I remember reading Gulag Archipelago, which is uh, Alexander Solzhenitsyn's, well, the first of like three books. Of his recollections and things he's collected about the gulag in Russia. And there's a whole chapter about how they get you in the night, a whole chapter how they get you to sign papers. And yeah, I mean, this is more mine, but I mean, it has very much that vibe of how they can break you. Breaking you. And mm-hmm. just, and it is so evil. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the scene where he was giving him the sandwich and he was like, or would like ask him questions and, Sheridan would respond and he completely twist and mm-hmm. and yeah. turn it. It's like that's that's just what evil does. Evil doesn't know how to create and only knows how to Truth is fluid. Truth. It is yeah. just just say so. Yeah, that's I mean that that's Satan is called the father of lies <laughs> for a reason. Because he truth is his primary target a lot of a lot of times. And, and I read on the um, Lurker's Guide about this that, you know, the interrogator, he's just this normal looking schmo because that's what it is. I mean, a lot of times. He's not, fantastic, though. He was fantastic. That guy was great. Excellent actor. Yeah, um, for sure. And I, 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 gotta say, I just love the speech where, you know, I, I, because Sheridan almost doesn't talk in this whole thing. Yeah. It's like it's almost just like 40-minute monologue. Yeah. <laughs> which is another reason I love it. But... Because um, you love your monologue. Yeah, Man, I love, Nick loves his, his giant monologue. I do love my giant having monologues. Having delivered a few of them myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And also, J. Michael's strongest with two people in the room. You know, Londo and Jakar, this. It's, it's sort of surprising in some ways that he's not, I've not heard of very many plays that he's done. Well, I know he's written some. Well, I'm assuming he did because I read his script writing book and he had a whole sample of play in there. Hmm. Oh, okay. So, I mean, this is, this could have been a stage play, this oh, yeah. section, easy. You could easily. Yeah. Well, it wasn't until like three fourths of the way through that I realized like, there's no B plot. No. This is this is it. Yeah, yeah. There's not um, even a B set. <laughs> no, no. There's one room in that hallway. But this one, like, when I first watched it, really left a mark on, like, just because I watched this back in teenage years and I'm watching a lot of different stuff, really formed sort of some of my thinking about writing, what you get away with, and, and how you can make things really interesting and also get, you know, philosophical at the same time. Because, you know, sharing at the end is the whole, like, every time we say no, I'm like, this is why I love Sheridan. <laughs> yeah. He only says like four words in the whole thing. Though. I mean, but that's that's a great shining moment for him. Yeah. I mean, it, and it sums up a lot there. So I guess if, if you want to talk about this, dive into this one. You'd have to go piece by piece, but I don't know how, I don't, you, I don't know how much you, you want to This is one of those things that like hijack is pretty short. Like you could do a whole like, hey, let's write it, like an English essay on mind games and... <laughs> 
Which is, is she, it, this is like the umbridge of the Babylon Five <laughs> world. <laughs> the what? I, I, I miss that. I reference. will have order. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that, like evil, but like no, I'm trying to help you, really. You are keeping you here. You are keeping you here. I, I think it's just we that... We will not tell lies, Mr. Potter. <laughs> oh, okay. It was a Harry Potter reference. That's yeah. why I didn't get it. <laughs> but yeah, just the, the ways he changed, you know, the you know the sandwich and the, the good techniques. morning. Every time it's good morning. And, yeah, it's and good morning every time. Delight. And sometimes it'll be like, he'll be real like trying to help. And other times it'll be like real angry at him. And it's interesting because you don't really know what the interrogator is actually thinking very mm -hmm. well the whole time. You're not sure which parts of what he's, do what he's saying are an act and which part of him is just it's, wanting yeah, to do a normal job. Everything's ambiguous about his. Yeah. I think he's right that he never lied. I think that's the thing. But even saying that is like, <laughs> but he's playing. Yeah, everything's yeah. calculated for. I mean, the getting the glasses, walking in. You know, the the whole awkwardness when they start. You know, it's like yeah. a couple minutes of just him walking in and out, and like, oh, I forgot this. And yeah, <laughs> just oh. like <laughs> every time, I'm like, Ugh. what are you doing? Get all your stuff in your dumb little briefcase. I like it. I mean, I like all the mind game stuff, but I don't ever. Anytime that they try to get it so that you think Sheridan might be breaking, I don't ever buy it. No, I no. don't ever buy it because it's just like... He's not going to break. That's not Sheridan. It's yeah. not... It doesn't... It's not I any... think sometimes it's just him. He's in this daze from the lack of food and I the just, mess. And, I... and the, the repeating, that dumb thing that would repeat for like a day. Yeah. That'd be horrible. I mean, and some of that. But it's just like... I don't know. I, I really enjoy the mind game stuff. But it's like... You've wasted all these mind games on a character that, like, <laughs> I don't ever believe will break. You know, what no. I mean, it's not like mm. there are shows where they do that kind of stuff, and you're like, okay, what's this guy? Gonna I don't do? know if this is how this is yeah. going to turn out. Mm. But like Sheridan, it's just like, nah. No, like, I'm afraid to confess, I have never read. What? What's it? It's not called, with the Big Brother. What's it called? 1984? 1984. What? Yeah, I know. But you know, like, one plus one is three, or whatever they Man, try to get into. That is very strange, Nick. <laughs> I know. It's I weird. Well, I, I guess you didn't go to, like, public high school. Well, I had an option in that in Brave New World and read Brave New World. Oh. Well, Brave New World's awesome. I never, I never read Brave New World. I like 1984. Oh, see, I probably would like both. I probably would like Brave New World. Here's, here's the thing I've often thought about those two. And I've only read, I have to confess, I've only read excerpts of 1984 myself. But I kind of feel like a lot of public schools or a lot of government in general or politicians, whatever, got so afraid of 1984 taking place that we've all missed that Brave New World took place. Instead. It already took place. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because Brave New World is all about the exaltation of pleasure and safety and comfort. As a, you, know, you don't have to worry about being a totalitarian regime when no one wants to be... No one cares. When no one cares. Well, here's the problem. Which is our society. Well, the problem is that Brave New World happened and now Big Brother's happening on top of it. Well, <laughs> in certain places, that's I mean, certainly true. I mean, yeah, I mean, just it's you know, to, the yeah. parts of the internet people worry about privacy and stuff. I mean, not yeah. the same way, but that sort of ex omnipresent. I, I also feel this, uh, since your podcasts come through from the Christian worldview, I also find these, maybe it's just me, but the mind game things less compelling when I'm just like, okay, let me die. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's like... Yeah. Okay. This that's is what like, I was thinking too. Like, I'm like, oh, that's I mean, like, that's and, and I get, well, on the flip side, then also, not the flip side, but back to the other thing I said about the, the one time I thought I was a little, slightly more compelling was when the Drazi was there. But then I'm still like, Sheridan, how did you think that was going to go? <laughs> 
Mm. Did you think they were going to be okay? I don't. I don't think his mind's like, working all the. I know. Yeah, I'm I know. just like. Yeah. Now I would. You know what? That's something I noticed this time versus like the first time I watched it back in high school. Is that yeah? Nowadays I'm just like there's things more important than yeah, staying I'm alive. Like, okay, but, I'm dying. I'm gonna, you're gonna kill me. Uh, I, mean, I would rather be killed than have to read this fake statement. <laughs> like I, okay, get it over with. I mean that that is one of the unusual things about Christianity. I mean the fact that yeah. we, so many people are Christians are willing to die for what they yeah. believe because they know what they know what truth is. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean I know it's easy for us to say outside of that situation where we don't have. You know that voice, pressure. that that pressure, that questioning what what truth actually is. But I think deep down, I don't know. At, at some point, at least, hopefully, most Christians think about not that us in the United States have had to worry about this yet, but it's a fact of throughout history that mm-hmm. people have, and they're just going on in the world right now. What would I do in this sort of situation? Yeah. And I think it's good to yeah think about what our foundation is. It is interesting that the the Babylon Five worldview is very much like life is precious, which Christian is too. But then there's nothing after. You know, there's a very like well, J. Michael's at least. Mm-hmm. You know that, and that comes out in various places. And yeah, it's just a very different. Well, and I and I wish like if I had written this, I love a lot of it. But the the guy, you know, like truth is fluid. I really wish there would have been sure to come back to someone like. But there are some things that just are. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I think that's why people like Sheridan as a character so much, and people like this kind of thing so much, which is hilarious in society, because they like things on TV, like characters on TV that they don't like in person. Yeah. Like, this don't, guy knows what he believes in, and he's going to go with what he believes in, and it doesn't matter what you think. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter that that's... You know, and people love characters like that, but then they, like, in real life, they're like, well, truth is very... You the, know, and, uh, we the get main, to the, do whatever. The people, and I don't know how it was back in... 90s when this was came out, but that whole like truth is fluid thing. I mean, that's oh, basically just absorbed in the culture now. Live your truth. Yeah, yeah. And the whole like, how useful is it to debate the guy though and make that point? I'm reminded of Paralandra, where there's a long conversation between the the main character Ransom and basically a guy who's essentially demon possessed. They're on this other planet trying and satanic possessed, isn't sa- it technically? Well, yeah, probably satanic possessed. Yeah. Anyway, and there's this long debate between the two of them tr- who the Satan satanic possessed character is trying to basically get another world curse, get another another planet to the fall, the fall um, like ours is. And try it, over again. Yeah. Eventually, the main character realizes that if the debate continues for a long time, it's not going to work. Not that the truth is, but the, the evil will never stop like questioning what the truth is. And so at some point you just have to kill it. Yeah. Just yeah. Continuing yeah. debating. You're not going to change their mind. It's not going to change anything. Which I think is one reason why at some point Sheridan just stopped questioning. She's like, I'm just going to eat. It was no. a good sandwich. <laughs> yeah. No, I like it, Yeah. The, yeah. The discussion doesn't matter. Yeah. He knows it's useless. Yeah. I like that. I like that. A fascinating, I mean, I, writing this would have been interesting. I think for J. Michael, do we, do we pull certain things out at this point? Um, all I will say that at one time this was considered to be the um, they thought about making this the season finale. I could see that. I mean, that'd be a pr- it'd be a pretty evil. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, season finale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that didn't happen. That yeah, it didn't happen for yeah. reasons we'll get into later. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know how long of a break they had in between seasons at, this, at that time. I don't know. Guys, I remember looking at the release schedule, and it's 
it was wonky, but that was partly because of the network was on yeah. that time. Anyway, right. well, so, that was fun. Yeah, I hope that gives you some food for thoughts. Uh, Merry Christmas! Oh, no. you guys aren't listening to this at Christmas. <laughs> no, it'll probably be like spring or something. It'll probably be Easter. Like <laughs> <laughs> something. But yeah, it was. Uh, this is our last one for probably the last time we'll see this for 2018. Yeah, I think so. I don't remember what the schedule is like, but so I guess we, we this will be sort of your season finale for for a while. For a yeah. while. Where do you think things go from here? Um, probably crawling up the toilet <laughs> uh, like that bug that you flush and it just comes back and, but a good bug fun trivia here um the not related to bugs and toilets at all the drazi in this episode is played by the same guy who played lorian what yeah really yeah completely different kind of role but they yeah. they brought that guy back a couple of times because i think he was also the uh inquisitor he was the he was jack the ripper i remember the, jack the ripper he, that, that, that's cool yeah it's cool little that's a good makeup job yeah i was admiring the close-up yeah, makeup job that i was agree really nice this time mm-hmm. they i mean they didn't have anything else to like yeah, the makeup team had just spend all day <laughs> on that <laughs> yeah yeah and it was, it was interesting this time i look closely it's like okay i can kind of see lorian's nose in there somehow something about Are the way kidding? they could... what <laughs> <laughs> What no? Just, just because exactly, they cover up the nose oh. with uh, latex, and it's like, oh, it's a similar looking bump. I don't know. I would not have thought about that, except that I, I knew about that. It's not necessarily latex. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> I, I concede your knowledge of yeah. of makeup techniques. All right. So <laughs> thank you for that listening to this awesome. episode of the Weekly Hijack. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. And this is Brianna. Good morning.